Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. Another edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us. Uh, Whatever station you're tuned in on or whether you're online, uh, however you find us, we're glad you do. We're here every afternoon at 1 o'clock, and we're certainly happy to have you join us. We're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Core Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Always great uh, to be broadcasting on their behalf and we appreciate all they do also want to thank Janet king the king of clean for sponsoring the eagle hour their team has been working for over 35 years cleaning your places of work education medicine eatery stadiums and worship you could go to janakingcleans.com for more information on how Janet king can help you brief reminder there will be the last sun fade at least of this week let's see here 22 minutes after the hour Five minutes, 55 seconds. So uh, 22 minutes after the hour, uh, you'll lose our signal, but uh, you can catch anything you miss on the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast. And that's a Mother Nature thing. We have nothing to do no. with it. It's planetary no. and all Anybody that kind of stuff. Anybody knows how to change that, just <laughs> let us know. give us a sure. ring. Uh, basketball coach Juan Cardona returns to the Eagle Hour, and we're always glad to have him. And the first time we've had, had an opportunity to talk uh, since the uh, – since the basketball tournament, and uh, and coach, obviously a disappointing uh, end of the basketball tournament. But you and I were talking uh, off the air, and I, and I realize you're not making any excuses, and you made that very clear. But when you lose Natalia mm-hmm. Alvarez, um, especially against a team that has as good a guard as uh, as South Alabama does, it really it changed the whole complexion of the game. Tell us what happened oh, to no him. Doubt. Well, tell us what happened to him, coach, and how you think that affected the team. No, no doubt. I mean, he's been nurturing um, that injury uh, with his foot. And uh, in practice, it just, I mean, we were going and we were doing what we normally do. And um, he, he spun and, 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 really, and really, like, twisted his, his ankle. I mean, there was nobody that did it. It was just himself. And I think it tells you, like, that, he, that, that ankle is not fully healed. And, and that foot, I wanted to say. But um, we've taken the, the necessary, the, the staff, uh, Chris, and all the doctors are looking at it, and they're going to take the necessary um, action uh, to get that fixed ASAP. Yep. Will he be able to play in the NIT next week? I don't think so. Um, I think right now we just got to do what's best for the, for the kid um, and just, just have him ready for, for next year. Um, but, but definitely, to answer your question, um, I think with Naphtali, we we're a totally different team, 
And not that we that, that we didn't win some games before, but I think that, that everybody was clicking and he was facilitating for people. And him and Mo and AC were were uh, uh, yelling together. You know what I mean? So now you, you, you him not playing, it changes the the way we want to rotate and 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 play those guards from South Alabama that that, that were tough. Well, we had we have to officially congratulate you, uh, Coach Cardona, because you. And again, we thought you were heavily medicated at the time, but on this program, you project <laughs> you projected that the Eagles would indeed win the conference championship, and they did during the regular season. Of course, looking ahead now, don't you have some type of indication as to what's next? You know, NIT home game, road game. What are you hearing at this point? Oh no, no, and I, and I'll answer that uh, two ways. Um, um, not only not only did we win it, we I, I think we dominated. You know what I mean? The the the, the guys were great, and um, those guys that were asking for Coach Latner's head now they gotta they gotta wait a little bit, just like I said. You know what I mean? And and, and now it's it's to a point that that it, it, they're gonna have like like I said, gonna have to wait a little longer, and and if not a lot longer. But um, I'm so happy for him, man. I'm so happy because he, he's, he's helped a lot of people within the staff and, and the community and the players. So I'm happy to, to, to be able to help. And, and I love to, to see people have success, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and, um, and, and we'll get to the NIT thing in, in just a second. We'll hold that. But, but, but nope. to follow up with that question, this season, though, what it also has done, I would imagine, not to put words in your mouth, but it makes it a heck of a lot easier to sell Southern Miss now that you have a proven product. All right, guys want to come here now. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And now you just got to be selective on the guys that you want to bring in because they got to, they, they, number one, they got to take coaching. You know what I mean? We're going to coach you as hard as we can. And because we want to develop pros, we don't, we don't, if you don't come, if you come here and, you don't, and your mentality is that to be a pro, we can't have you because I think, I think Southern Miss will, will soon become, uh, uh, like I want to call it a factory. You know what I mean? So now you come in, you got to be a win-win situation for both for you as a player and for us as a staff and as a program, as a university, because you come here, you do what you got to do, you're going to deal with, with, with hard coaching. But now, guess what? After you're done here, you're going to get a job overseas, G League, NBA, whatever the case is, because we have the resource resources to help you. So I think in every relationship that you're in in life, you got to be a win-win situation for, for the relationship to, to continue. You know what I mean, and, and like I said, it's it's, it's gonna have we're gonna have some conflict sometimes, and we because we we want the best for you. I mean, I mean, if if I have a son, I want to send him somewhere where they actually care about if he plays well, well or bad. You know what I mean? I, I want I want people to care for my son right. because if I can do it for my son, now I can do it for somebody else's son, and that's how you got to see life, man. And and I think uh, uh, we have a great product. Right now, we just got to know, like, like what pieces are gonna push it, push us to the next level, and and who wants to really be a pro when when they come in. Okay, so let's talk now about the NIT. What are we hearing? Anything at all at this point? Right now, they um today they're gonna have a few meetings. Um, Coach G is 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 in a meeting like he's about to be in a meeting at like one thirty, and just to put uh, lay out some logistics, and I, and I, it got to make sense for the tournament. You know what I mean for the ticket and the and the fans and stuff. So right now we don't have anything, but they are actually 
putting the teams together just to see where, where everybody fits and, and what would be a good matchup to start. Look at it here with Coach. Coach, speaking about the NIT, I mean, selection Sunday uh, after the NCAA, and then you may be playing Tuesday at the latest Wednesday. I mean, what, what's the different approach because you don't know who you're going to play next? Well, I think I think that's why that's why um, preparing for us is is very hard because we have a system, and and whatever you bring uh, as a team, you're going to show wh- wh- whatever actions we think you're going to you're going to attack us with. We just we just fix uh, a little bit of here and there, and, and and we get ready for you. So whatever 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 whoever we're going to play. We're gonna we're gonna know right away. It's a guard oriented team. It's a big oriented team, and and we're gonna adjust to whatever what to whoever we gotta play. I should say. I want to get your comment about Denajay Harris in the game against South Alabama. You know, a lot of people throughout the year have centered on the big three of Hase Crowley and uh, and Pink, and it's just allowed you know Denajay really to uh, to blossom this year. He had that double double. You know, was dominant in the first half and and got more rebounds and. How how cru- crucial is he in in the uh, in a, in a run in the in the NIT? Oh, he's he's, he's, he's extremely valuable because the Nige is a guy that can guard all five positions. You know what I mean? And and his game is con- is 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 growing continuously. Um, as a staff, we work on on, on big uh, guard bigs every every day. So the development for a player is there, and I think the system has benefited. Not only Denajay, but everybody that 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 we throw out there. But but Denajay, I think I think he's I think he's got like two years uh, uh, left on his eligibility, and man, he could be he can be one of the greats because his body type is the 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 perfect fit for what we do. So you can you can we we, we play positionless basketball. So so sometimes he's so strong that you cannot defend him with a, with a guard. And 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 now, if you're playing with a big, he's gonna go by you. You know what I mean? So so he's a it's a hell of a matchup if you're trying to prepare for Southern Miss, and 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 we take uh, great pride on on developing players, and and we're so happy for him, man. All right, coach, can you hang on for a short break? I, I've got a couple more questions, and I think the guys uh, probably like to extend their conversation with you. Is that good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll be here. All right. Coach Juan Cardona is on the Super Talk Eagle Hour, and we're glad that he is. We'll remind you, you can hear the Eagle Hour podcast anytime you like on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you could just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We've still got Heath Hinton to come from Big Gold Nation on the program later today. Talk to you as well about we're going to be on the road a lot next month. I was reviewing that with Kelly back in my office. His eyes got a little big. It's, uh, it's something every week. And want to remind you as well that unfortunately we're going to have a sun fade here at 22 minutes and 14 seconds after the hour. It's going to last for five minutes and some 55 seconds. But whatever you miss, you can catch later on the podcast. And we just told you where to find it. More with Coach Juan Cardona, Heath Hinton, lots more to go on the Eagle Hour. Stay with us.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, we want to thank Dickie's Barbecue Pit for sponsoring the opening segment of our program every day. Great people, great food, great place to cater your next event. Campus Bookmark, campusbookmark.net. That's where you'll find the latest basketball and baseball apparel. All kinds of summer apparel for Southern Miss fans. They're on Hardy Street right across from the campus. You can also uh, shop them online, campusbookmark.net. Be sure to tell Miss Kathleen that uh, the guys from the Eagle Hour said that uh, we extend our best wishes, as always, to that fine, fine lady. Juan Cardona is uh, well-known now to Southern Miss basketball fans. The coach, uh, before the get the guys back in here, obviously we lose some key players, Pinckney and and some other really key players, and and we pretty much know who they are. But you got a lot of really talented kids coming back, and, and who are some of the names that fans should remember will be back on the floor next year for the Golden Eagles? Well, I think, I, I think we're going to be extremely talented next year. Um, obviously, we, we AC's coming back. You got Nefter coming back. You got Donovan. You got Victor. You got um, um, Kobe Montgomery, which sat out this year. It came from a JUCO. He should be an impact player, um, and 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 you have many more. So I think I think we're going to be pretty covered in those areas. It's just, and and I think that should be the standard. You know what I mean? We we gotta we gotta bring here high level players because we want to do high level things, and that's the only way that matches. You got to bring great kids with with extreme talent that that uh, to do to 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 do the things that we want to do. And I know you can't predict the future, but you. I get the impression you're not anticipating any departures, any kids that can come back with eligibility that are significant to the program. You're not expecting to lose any of those to the portal. I don't. I don't. And um, like I said, I, 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 we also talking about the Najee Harris. You know what I mean? So, so that, and, and you add him to the mix. So now we 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 have a great core of players uh, coming back. And like I said, I don't expect anybody to leave because I think they have created this atmosphere. But hey, at the end of the day, the guys got to do what they feel is best for their for their career. You know what I mean? Right. We we want everybody back, but that that will be a conversation that we'll we'll have and coach will have with with, with each kid individually. I think. Right. All right, let's let's go further with that then, Coach Cardona. Obviously, this formula of bringing in some foreign players. What worked well for the Eagles this year, and it's reasonable to assume if it's not broken, don't fix it. So, with that said, should we anticipate some more um, influx of uh, international players in Golden Eagle uniforms next year? Yes, sir. Um, we got we got our connections. I mean, overseas and 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 and, and the European connections. So, so we definitely uh, going to be looking at that. All, also, looking at the guys that's going to fit. It doesn't matter where they're from, but. They got to they got to know that we're going to be playing hard. We're going to be in you 90, 94 minutes now, 94 feet, 40 minutes a game and and if you're willing to do that, knowing that we're going to take care of you after you leave here, hey man, welcome. But, but right now we just got to pick and choose uh who the best players for our system are. All right. Luke, back in here with coach. Coach, uh, we've talked to uh, to you, Coach Ladner, you know about the offensive philosophy, you know uh, whatever the rule is, whether it's a half a second or you know if, you, if nobody's on you shoot. But I'm I'm real. I've just wanted to ask you this question because you have brought a very very aggressive style of, of defense, and what is the balance between that 
with not getting guys into foul trouble, you know, with being so aggressive and yet, you know, we, we it didn't happen much this year, but there were a few games where guys got in foul trouble, and it just seems as if in the Sun Belt sometimes, uh, you know, the, the refs were a little more ticky. But how, how do you teach guys to be that aggressive and not get into foul trouble? Well, I think I think that's a great question. And, and, and what we do, if, if you really look at our games and, and study what, how, how we go about, about – uh, incrementing our, our 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 pressure in the first in the first five minutes we don't we don't pressure you uh, uh, like we're gonna pressure you in the middle of the game so so we we build and build as as the game is going on because at some point if you look at a boxing match at some point you got to stand up and fight but but we we look at those five seven first minutes. And look, just just to study. Okay, where are you going when we pressure? Where are you, where are you going when we really double you and take away your your main ball handler? So 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 it's a it's a build up uh, to what we really wanna wanna do once 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 we gotta stand up and fight. But but we really teach our our guys not to use the hands because of course there's no way five guys can defend 94 feet. So the only way you do it. Is if if you really know your craft and and study your craft because they, they, we, we're not going to trap you every possession. We trap you once you do certain actions that we know we can trap you. So so it's a it's a very de- detail oriented uh, type of system, and I'm 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 so proud of our guys because it's not an easy thing to learn. Yeah, and they did they they did it in a season. I'm just I'm just uh, uh, eager to see. What, what it's going to look like next year. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, that's been what has endeared you to the fan base to see the passion that you exert, you know, throughout the game. We've joked about, you know, uh, your perspiration, and but it's, it's passion. And so I, I feel like, you know, Southern Miss fans have embraced you um, being, you know, in your first year. Kind of sum up for our listeners, you know, what it's meant from you, somebody outside of Hattiesburg to come here and in the first season, you know, win a conference championship, but the way that, you know, how, how you feel in the community now. No oh, man, I think I think I'm I'm blessed. Like I said, I always I always go back uh, uh, to this. I think God had a plan for everybody, for the fans, for our staff, for everybody, and and I'm just humble to to be able to 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 bring what I what what I've done through the through the years, and I've been blessed to have mentors uh, uh, that have really been uh, about helping me grow, so I can I can I can give more. I think I think the people. Right here has has welcomed me and my family to uh, 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 incredibly well. I love Hattiesburg. I love Southern Miss, and 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 we're planning to be here for for many many years. But I, I, at the same time, I'm 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 blessed and thankful for Coach Landner uh, for believing in me, right? And um and um just just to give me the opportunity to bring myself here and and my family to to be able to bring joy. To, to a university that, that, that really needed it. Because if you look at our fans, I mean, they, 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 they awesome, man. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have another word to describe them because without them, we, 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 we can be, we, we couldn't be able to do what we did this year because it started, like I said, a multiplying uh, uh, effect because it started with, with 32 at Brewski's. Then it went from to a hundred, hundred and fifty to three hundred, six hundred. So, so they wrote, they really saw a vision, and 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 they made it real. 
I, I, I love how 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 passionate they are and 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 how how they live every second of of every game. So I'm blessed. I think uh, they're the, the the best fans uh, uh, that I've been a part of, and 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 I hope I can be here for many many years, man. All right, Coach, you made your debut on the Eagle Hour back before the season started. You predicted a conference championship. We all just sort of looked at each other a little bit, but you were right. And you've <laughs> I made, did, I did, I yes, did. Yes, you did. And you've made a number of appearances on our show since, and uh, I don't mind telling you, it's always delightful to have you on the show, and uh, you will all, you're always a welcome guest on the Eagle Hour anytime, Coach. No, I appreciate you guys having me and giving me the opportunity to, to, to talk. And whatever I can do to help, please count me in. I'm, I'm a, uh, uh, I'm one of yours. So, well, so whatever you need, please count me in. I got something right now. You can get Juan Cardona Jr. in the second, the second grader to commit to Southern Miss. Yeah, maybe that'd be good. <laughs> hey, we'll we, we'll love we'll love it. I'm, we're here every morning at six, and uh, he loved it, man. He 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 even cried when 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 in the conference uh, tournament. So. So I mean, he's he he's got Southern Miz in his blood, and, right. I, and I'm very thankful for it. All right, one one last quick thing, Coach. Now that you've got a kind of break in in, in games, give us an honest answer to this: How many cups of Cuban coffee are you drinking per day right now? <laughs> right now, I'm telling you, I think Coach uh, Coach Ladner always joked with me about this. Um, <laughs> I, I get up before I go home. I, I'm here at six a.m. every morning. And um and by by the time I get home that that's gonna be four or five I get about three four and then I finish with one before I go to bed so it's about five in, in, in an average how does he sleep before you go to bed <laughs> right. all right oh, coach sometimes that, I I don't sleep because I'm always worrying about what's next I mean how how can we keep improving and 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 turning this around more and more so so I'm always I'm always awake when I'm asleep I'm out. I'm out, but but that doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> All right, Coach. Always welcome. Coach Juan Cardona, everybody, the uh, the one and only assistant uh, basketball and defensive coach of the uh, Golden Eagle basketball program. I, I know everybody's disappointed about the South Alabama game, but 25 wins, win the conference championship. Come on. I mean, it, it's the turnaround of the year. And it would be one thing if your team won 23 games last year. <laughs> you know, Correct. They won seven. <laughs> Right. Is that right? Seven, am I right about that? That's right. All right. When we come back, Heath Hinton, Big Old Nation, joins us. That means it's Thursday. It's Friday Eve on the Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by Fourth Street Bar and Grill. It's in the shadow of the rock, right uh, on Fourth Street. It's the pregame party place. 
for Southern Miss baseball, football, and basketball fans, for that matter. Don't forget the 995 lunch, Blue Plate special every single day, and everybody in there is a Southern Miss fan. You're going to treat you just like family because you are a part of the Southern Miss family at 4th Street Bar and Grill, sponsor of this segment of the Eagle Hour. All right, Heath Hinton from Big Old Nation uh, now joins the Eagle Hour. Heath, lots to talk to you about. Always appreciate uh, your input on Thursdays. And uh, let, let's start with spring football. We uh, talked to Zach Wilkie and Ethan Crawford earlier this week. Uh, week before, we had the two transfers, uh, Clemson and uh, University of Houston, two uh, young players coming in from there. So it does appear, in all honesty, it appears that Ethan Crawford will likely be redshirted. He's coming off a knee injury and a true freshman, but no, no one has told us that. So let's just assume that's the case for a moment. We got a competition between uh, two transfers that played at the pretty big schools, and uh, and one one player who had some playing time last year. We were discussing this yesterday. Will we know at the end of spring football who the starting quarterback will be? And any speculation on your part as to who the front runner may be? You know, I don't know if you're going to find out. I think you'll probably know in a couple of weeks in August. But I think right now Coach Hall wants to keep the competition going, uh, wants everybody to get better. I spoke to him earlier, and he's so happy with what he's seen from the quarterback room. He's, he's been impressed by, you know, uh, Wilkie um, and the two transfers. I mean, Wiles and Edwards. And I don't think he's going to name a start. I think he's probably going to have one in mind. But I think he wants them to go into fall camp still competing because and then after, you know, two or three weeks in fall camp, he'll name a starter. But I do think he's going to go into fall camp with the competition still going. That's something he really likes to do. And he's the type of guy that believes, you know, iron sharpens iron. So if you go ahead and set up what's going to happen, maybe you don't have as much competition uh, going into fall. So I think you'll probably see him say something more along the line in the fall and not coming out of spring. But I think he'll – probably have a good idea yeah. who the starter is going to be but he's not going to name is that a game of thrones reference iron Tra- is like corinthian steel does that ain't does that work oh, iron, iron that's how, that's how you sharpen a knife is you you rub it up against a you're familiar with corinthian steel from the game of thrones i'm 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 familiar with corinthian leather i mean the cordoba like the chrysler it's actually it's actually proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Fine, Corinthian. Right, Heath. Yes, sir. Thank hey, you, Luke. Hey, Heath. Uh, let me ask you about the the continued rehab now of Hayes Maples coming off of a second ACL tear. Uh, you and your big gold staff always do such a good job of keeping up to date on on some of these guys. What's what can you tell us about Maples now in his second rehab? Uh, just continuing the workout, get stronger. I mean, they're they're going to expect him back by the season, uh, full speed. So I think everything's going along fine there. Uh, no issues. Just you know, you don't want to bring them back too soon. You don't want to get them hurt. There's no reason bring them back right now, coming off the injury. You just let them rehab and, and get them ready for the fall. And you know, I think everything's going just smooth on that. And Swayze Bozeman is a full all systems go for this fall. Yes, yes, we're all going to be good. Linebacker is going to be set. They're going to have a uh, they're going to have a lot of returning guys this year on defense, except for maybe. Uh, with short sleep in the backfield and a couple of quarterbacks. But everybody else should be back, ready to go. Keep those guys healthy, and this defense could be exciting. Yeah, Luke? 
Heath, um, we were talking to Juan Cardona, um, first two segments. Looking at NIT, I, I think all of us will be really surprised if uh, if Southern Miss gets a home game. Um, I'll be watching, you know, SEC tonight, see what Mississippi State does. Apparently, Alcorn is going to be in the NIT now. I don't know how that affects uh, hosting stuff, but it just appears like this team will will be on the road. What, what's kind of your thoughts and what you've heard? Yeah, I think, you know, they're going to put in a bid, but I think the team's going to be on the road, as shameful as that is. Um, at this point, the NIT, yeah, it's run by the NCAA, but it's still all about the the mighty dollar and who's averaged more. And uh, they'll put that into effect along with the bids, what schools have the most money to put in the most bids, and that'll be the school that'll host. Uh, so I fully expect Southern Miss to go on the road, maybe against the Mississippi State. Now, if a Mississippi State was to run things, um, and maybe get into the NCAA tournament, then maybe Southern Miss has a little better chance of hosting. But right now I think you're going to be on the road playing probably at a Mississippi State or something like that. And that's a hypothetical, Luke, but that would kind of be fun, a, a road trip to Starkville, you know, uh, to uh, a basketball game. Yeah, hold your nose. Um, you, know, you know what they say about Starkville, if you rent a motel room, always get a room that does not have a view. Okay. I don't know how many of those there are up there. but uh. Heath, uh, Juan Cardona actually told us in the first segment today that he does not expect Alvarez to play in the NIT. Um, what what will have to happen, because we saw you know, the, the South Alabama, what will have to happen for the Golden Eagles to, to win a few games and possibly make a push? Well, I think, I think coming into the tournament, I think all those days off kind of hurt them. You had a team that played um, a day a day before, a couple of days before, and they were allowed to rest. Um, I think the tournament, the way the tournament format is set up, really uh, hurt the higher seeds in that tournament to a certain extent. Uh, I think right now they just got to get back to basics. They won a lot of games without Alvarez. Uh, going to have to hit some outside shots and, and just going to have to rebound. Just do the things that they do well. And they'll be okay. They won a lot of games without Alvarez. People forget that because he was such a spark coming in. So they can win. They can play well. Uh, just going to have to do that and, and make some adjustments when it comes to subs and who you bring in where. The biggest thing for me with Alvarez is his ability to drive and defensive pressure that he put on people. Um, you put him and Ivory back there at guards, and they were – when it was press time, and, and they were suffocating defensively in a press. So I think that's where you're going to see where he hurts. But offensively, just have to make shots. Mo Arnold's got to shoot well from the outside. He doesn't make everything, but, you know, he he's had trouble hitting the three. Just find a way to get, you know, Crowley and Pinckney and some of those guys in mismatches, get them open and make some shots. They've won before. They can do it again. It's just going to have to be an adjustment, and you know it's going to depend on who they play and where they play and how they match up against. I mean, think of going to Mississippi State and playing uh, Stevenson, Tyler Stevenson up there, who used to be at Southern. Hey, Heath, Crowley, you know that could be interesting. Heath, I want to ask you about Juan Cardona said that uh, it is reasonable to assume that there will be some more influx of uh, international players in this off season. Uh, how does that complicate things for you and the media, trying, especially trying to keep track of, I mean, the world is a big place. You can't be everywhere all the time. How are you going to go about uncovering some of these names and, and where they're coming from? Uh, you just got to hope that your connections with the coaches work out real well and people inside the program because 
it's a difficult book. You got to go back and see where Coach uh, Cardona's been, uh, players that have played for him in the past, and maybe look at some guys that have entered a portal. You kind of cross-reference there, portal players, JUCO, and that's how you kind of come up with a list. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do because they're going to have some, you know, some holes to fill. We know Kobe Montgomery is going to be here, a guard that can shoot and score a lot of points. Can't wait to see him and uh, Crowley on the floor together. So it's just a, it's, it's a full-time job. you gotta, you got to look and see where he's been, who's out there, uh, who he has connections with, and go from there. But there's going to be some, which is fine. If they want to go international, that's a smart route because just want to say it. Looks like three-time uh, NBA MVP is going to be a uh, is foreign. So I, there's basketball. You can get good basketball players outside of the U.S., and that is a huge pool of talent that Southern Miss can now get involved in, and it's already worked with uh, Jose and Alvarez and some of those guys. All right, Heath, how do people join Big Gold Nation? Yeah, just go to southernmiss.rivals.com and uh, collect. Click on uh, join icon, uh, talk to Coach Hall Dave about uh, spring price. They'll have something out about that. You know, they're taking a little time off, and he compared it to a uh, kind of like a bye week during the football season. Very interesting. So a lot of that coming out. You can join for eight ninety nine a month or uh, $100 for the year, and uh, come join. Have a good time. And we should let people know, Heath it really di- directed us and uh... – Put us in touch with Ben Milam, who will be in here with you all next week and has now become a, another voice on the Eagle Hour and so aptly fills in for us guys when we're out. And uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a great, he's a great guy, a real talent, and uh, we appreciate uh, you bringing him to our attention and, and does, I should say, a wonderful job with William Carey University basketball. He's no fun. He to, he's no fun to have lunch with, though. I got to tell you, though, because he has like apple slices and like mm-hmm. three I almonds know, so, and <laughs> carrots. He's so he's so health conscious. Let me tell you something about being probably one of the finest young men you'll ever be. Yeah, what you Just didn't tell us though kid. is that he's this tall, really good-looking college baseball-looking guy, and Kelly and I don't like that too much when we're in public with him. But you didn't, yeah, you didn't, you didn't he tell us you that up, part, man. He <laughs> yeah. shows you up. You, you got to be young. Gotta be young like me, guys. You're forty. Luke, you're not young. You're, you're, you're forty, you Luke. Get over the young thing. <laughs> thank, you. thank you, Heath. We appreciate you. Go have a good one, guys. All right, Heath and Big Old Nation. We'll be right back. Stay with us, Luke. Are you there? To the top. Final segment on this Thursday, as always, brought to you by DBAT and D1 Training. You know where they are. They're on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Website dbathattiesburg.com. Maybe a little wet weekend and uh, some some of spring break next week. It's going to be some rain there. So great opportunity to uh, to go check out the batting cages and indoor facilities at DBAT and D1 in Hattiesburg. Southern Bancor Studios is where we are in Laurel and Hattiesburg. Luke, Bob, and Kelly. 
as we wrap up this Thursday. Softball dropped a 7-1 to contest at home last night to Southeastern Louisiana. Southeastern Louisiana came in 18-2, and and they improved to 19-2. Lady Eagles fall to 15-5. and Morgan Linestock took the... Uh, took the loss last night. Lady Eagles committed four errors, just really uncharacteristic uh, for them. They will uh, get ready for a midweek matchup next week against the Lady Rebels of the University of Mississippi, 5 o'clock next, uh, I believe that's next Wednesday. Um, Look up that up for you here in just a moment. But uh, Lady Eagles fall uh, last night in softball, 15-5 and on the year. Indoor track and field as they transition to the outdoor season. 11 Golden Eagles tabbed as all-conference on the men and women's side. On the women's side, Samila Colbay, Sophia John were uh, second team. Trinity Benson, Trinity Flagger, Sevilla Varnell, and Destiny Charles, all third team, uh, all Sunbelt Conference. On the men's side, Omar Austin, first team. Akimi Moore, Donald Butler, Landon Chowden, and Zane Palomino were uh, were all in the second and third team. So congratulations to Coach Stewart and uh, his indoor track and field team, and they will uh, get the outdoor season um, rolling here, uh, I think, later this week, early next week. Man, a pitcher, you know, when you have a pitcher and a last name like Walker or something like that, that's not necessarily good to be a pitcher. You got a track guy at Southern Miss named Walker. Yeah. <laughs> you got a track guy at Southern Miss with the last name of Palomino. I mean, that's perfect, right? Walker. We had a guy who's, I mean, his first name was Walker. He was pretty good in baseball. Walker Powell. Yeah. He's pretty yeah. good. As long as his last name isn't Walker, I think you get a pass on the first name, but uh, you know, you right. need a pitcher like, you know, Hey, you, you won't you, y'all won't uh, believe where we uh, where we start the uh, outdoor track and field um season. Uh, can I can I venture a guess? You make a guess. South, South Alabama. Alabama. South Alabama Invitational, Saturday, March 18th ding, in ding, ding, Mobile, ding, ding. Alabama. Ding ding ding. Yeah, we have a winner. Oh gosh. The South Alabama. You know what? You know what South Alabama has turned us into? We hate Louisiana Lafayette less on this show now than what we did. We, I mean, I, I think a lot of us, we thought we were coming in the conference. We'd be like, okay, South Al's a good rival. They're right down the road, all that. But you know what? All of our, you know, vehement feelings are aimed at Lafayette, Louisiana. No more, guys. It's all in Mobile. Well, it's just the, it's the times we live in. You know, for example, yesterday, the Woman of Courage Award given at the White House to a man. So, I mean... What's upside down these days, Kelly? I don't know. Well, ter- the tournaments are all underway now uh, for the other <laughs> other conferences uh, other than the Sun Belt. Move, move right along. Yes, there, yes. Uh, the Big 12 is underway, and my Iowa State Cyclones upset Baylor in the first round, 78-72. Yeah. They're always pretty good in basketball. Uh, not ba- but that's, I mean, when you're dealing with Kansas and Kansas State and Oklahoma State, I mean, it, basketball, it's pretty brutal. And Baylor, Baylor is to Iowa State what South Al is to Southern Miss. They just, the Cyclones well, the just struggle with Baylor. the Big 12 plays really good basketball. Basketball's big there, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. I mean, because they, they, their football season, they're done at Halloween, you know, up north yeah. when they start focusing All on right, basketball. so Valparaiso in town tomorrow night? Valparaiso. Valparaiso, Parizo, Parizo. The Beacons. I was about to ask you, Kelly, what are they? <laughs> they're the Beacons, right? That's right. And you said it's a tiny school. Yeah, only an enrollment of about uh, 2,500 students out of Valparaiso, Indiana. Uh, Lutheran. Uh, like Lutheran, tomato, tomato. A Lutheran-based school. You know, yeah. so you had, uh, earlier you had, 
Liberty in here, which is a Baptist institution. Now you got the Lutherans coming in this weekend. Mm-hmm. So they actually, so so they they were something different. As of like this just past school year, it, I'm looking at an article. Monday, August fifteenth, twenty twenty two. They announced their new mascot. Their mascot now is a chocolate Labrador named Blaze. They were formerly the Crusaders, but they they uh, they're, they're the Beacons. But their mascot is a, a, a Labrador. Yeah, this so, is this is for another discussion, maybe not on a Southern Miss show. But the number of schools who are called Crusaders now that are thinking of changing their names because and Luke, you're much more uh, affluent in uh, religious religion history than either Bob or I are. I feel safe to say. But th- how can there? How are there negative connotations with the term Crusader in this in this politically correct world? What do you know about that? There's a group of people out there that all they do all day is uh, search and scour society for things that they could remotely be offended by. Mm-hmm. But but how how I don't understand where Crusader would fit in with that. Aren't Crusaders- going back to the Crusades? Yeah, I mean just just dealing well, with these are the same people that were offended by the Cleveland Indians after 115 years and the Washington Redskins after 92 years. You know, they're 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 looking for something to be offended by. Well, you know what. Valparaiso is going to be offended when we rough them up in baseball this weekend, yeah, we're going guys. We'll take it out on the beacon. <laughs> the beacons will be dimmed this All weekend. Right, Kelly's going to try to find the play-by-play voice of the beacons uh, for the show tomorrow, and we'll have a good one for you. We hope you'll tune in at one o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top. Into the future I want to fly like an eagle To the sea Fly like an eagle Let my spirit carry me I want to fly like an eagle Till I'm free I Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.